Awesome. Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, the spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock in the Lower Mainland, British Columbia. But these days, you can be from anywhere in the world and join us on Zoom. And we broadcast this message far and wide. And we uh, are a spiritual learning center, which means that we practice and teach spiritual tools for personal transformation, for authentic self-expression, and for conscious living. So wherever you're at on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there is a place for you here. And I am so glad that you are with us today. And as we get started, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations. And that I personally um, um, am on the lands of First Nations, including Kwikwetlem, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo First Nations. And so now uh, let us ground our time together in truth and spirit. I invite you to turn within and just take a moment to breathe. As we're coming together in this time and this unfolding moment of the divine. I just take a moment to recognize that there is one life, one power, one infinite intelligence that is the source of all life everywhere. And I just am amazed as I remember and look toward this infinite power of renewal that this unconditional love and wisdom of spirit is in each moment renewing life, bringing life, the fullness of who and what it is to each and every one. And so in this moment, I accept that life. I accept that renewal and I recognize my oneness with the divine. And as I do this, I remember that the divine is absolutely showing up as each one here today that each one of us is a unique and whole, perfect and complete expression of this one life. And so what I claim of this time together is that it is a time where the spirit, the mind, the heart is renewed and there is a sense of joy and hope that vibration of excitement, knowing that that no matter where we are, that there is something amazing on the horizon, that this is a new day, a new moment, a new opportunity to experience the fullness of the love of the divine. And so I am so grateful for each and every one gathered here in this moment, knowing, knowing that it blesses each one of us, that the fear is lessened, that the courage is, is amplified, that the love is felt. And I am so grateful for each and every person, gift, speaker, musician, space holder, 
person here today. It is community that allows this healing energy to be lifted up and felt across the globe. And so knowing that this prayer has already been answered, I simply release it into that perfect law that says yes. And I step into its unfoldment, letting it be. And so it is. Mm. Mm, what a powerful way to begin our time together. And today, I wanted to invite you to become a member of CSL White Rock. You know, we bring you weekly Sunday gatherings, weekly guided meditation. We bring classes and workshop and events because we know the power of community and connection. You know, no matter what is happening in the world or in your life, there is always a place for you to come for spiritual nourishment and support. And so today I am personally inviting you to join us by becoming a member of CSL White Rock. <laughs> CSL White Rock, yes, I can speak. <laughs> Membership is first and foremost a commitment to your personal growth and spiritual development. It's also a willingness to walk your path with others. You aren't alone. And it's a powerful intention to align with spiritual principles and to bring spiritual practical practices into your life. And it is my hope and intention that you will experience transformation, healing, support, and inspiration, not only each and every Sunday, but every day of your life. And so if this interests you, then please join or renew your membership. Uh, membership at CSL White Rock is for the calendar year and it expires every December 31st, where we begin with a clean slate in the new year. So for those who are able, we do invite you to give an annual membership donation. And we currently have 14 people who've signed up to be a member for 2021. And oh, wouldn't it be amazing to double that number today? Wouldn't it be amazing to start this year with 30 members? Um, join me in that intention. I appreciate that. And you can become a member by visiting our website at csl-whiterock.com forward slash membership. And now it is my great pleasure to introduce our musician for today. Oh, Ivan Boudreau, yes, is a professional musician, songwriter, and wandering minstrel. Uh, can you believe this? For over 45 years, I find that very hard to believe, Ivan. Um, he has deep roots in Nova Scotia, spent his youthful years in Boston and Toronto, but now calls British Columbia home. And he has a driving passion for stories and songs that are honest and heartfelt. And he says, music and songs keep me alive. Yes, so true. And on his website, there's a saying, songwriters are life storytellers. So please join me in welcoming today's singing storyteller that brings us so much life, Ivan Boudreau. Thanks, Cassandra, and, and uh, hello, everyone. Um, I was just distracted by a, uh, a couple of raccoons outside my window while you, while you were saying your intentions. 
Uh, I'm just hoping they didn't come down my stairs. So anyway. We may carry the burden of what we've left behind, but all we've got is today. We may worry about what tomorrow might hold, but all we've got is today. Love's all around us, right here in this place Reaching out for us to embrace We remember love's warmth And we hope it will stay But all we've got All we've got is today We may all get caught up in the what might have been But all we've got is today We may dream of good fortune that might come our way But all we've got is today Love's all around us, right here in this place Reaching out for us to embrace We remember love's warmth And we hope it will stay But all we've got All we've got is today We may often think back to the hearts we've broken, but all we've got is today. We may hope that love's shadow will cross our path, but all we've got is today. Love's all around us, right here in this place Reaching out for us to embrace We remember love's warmth And we hope it will stay But all we've got All we've got is today perfect segue um, because, you know, uh, who else has been glued to the news? <laughs> Anybody else <laughs> has been watching the news? You know, I, I remember when the news was boring. <laughs> and now it's like a reality show that I'm addicted to. 
right? It's like, even after just a few hours, has something changed? I need to check in, you know, what's happened. Um, I need to find out what the latest, you know, shenanigans are. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I cannot wait for boring again. <laughs> like, please, can we have some boring? <laughs> and while I am not happy about all of the things that are happening in the world right now, there are some benefits to what's unfolding. For example, more people than ever are engaged in politics, taking the time to vote and having conversations about things that used to be too difficult to talk about, like race, class, gender, and sexuality. Like all of this leads me to wonder, like how do we use spiritual principles and practices to make a difference in our everyday lives and experiences? And how do we use our spirituality to even help us engage in things like politics and civics and, and just how we move through the world? You see, I don't just come here on Sundays so that we can get together and feel good. Although I do love feeling good, <laughs> but it's more than that. When I first found the Centers for Spiritual Living, I was at a place in my life where I knew the religion of my upbringing no longer worked for me. I no longer believed that God was this, you know, bearded guy in the sky looking down on me, judging me and helping me out maybe if I was good enough. You know, I, I didn't know exactly who and what God was, but I knew that God was the peace and calm I felt when meditating. That God was the words that were pouring out of me as I wrote personal development content and programs, and that God was the color and paint that I was using to design, decorate, and create. God was the love I could feel when I was brave enough to walk into the pain of difficult emotions that I had refused to feel for most of my life. God was the healing power and presence that empowered me to stop trying to please everyone else and start expressing my authentic thoughts, feelings, needs, dreams, and desires. And CSL was the first spiritual community that had words for what I had experienced, as well as a belief system that honored, respected, and celebrated who I am. And so here's the crux of it. God is a presence and power that lives inside of all life, including you. And at your core, you are whole, containing all of the elements of your humanity and divinity. There's nothing missing in you. You aren't broken or damaged. And your birthright is belonging, joy, love, confidence, prosperity, peace, security, 
and actually so much more that I don't even have the time to list it all right now. And it all boils down to the belief that you were given the power to heal and create whatever supports a greater expression of life. So you get to discover what provides a sense of purpose, joy, and delight for you, and then go about living that, doing that, being that. And so how do we reconcile the amazing spiritual truth of our purpose, power, and presence with the human experience of COVID and attempted coups? That's where we're at today. And this month, we're learning, let me grab my book here, we're learning from Tara Brock and her book called Radical Compassion, learning how to love yourself and your world with the practice of RAIN. Now, RAIN is an acronym, and it stands for R is recognize what's happening inside of you. A is allow it to be without judging or criticizing or trying to fix or change. That's the part I struggle with the most. Investigate what you're believing and needing. And the N is for nurture yourself. And the whole purpose of RAIN is to love yourself into healing and empowerment. And this week, when there is so much worry, fear, and anxiety, we're using RAIN to awaken from the grip of fear. And for those following along, this is chapter six, awakening from the grip of fear. And it opens with this great quote by Louis Cozzolino, who says, we are not the survival of the fittest, we are the survival of the nurtured. Ooh, isn't that wonderful? We're not the survival of the fittest, we are the survival of the nurtured. Wow. This means that when life gets harder, it's time to offer more nurturing. More pain, more nurturing. More barriers, more nurturing. And this is so important because guess what? Tara Brock says, let me find it here, on page 91, she says, our unfelt, unprocessed fear is operating outside awareness to shape our beliefs, decisions, and actions. The fear we are unwilling to feel controls and binds our life. You know, I read that and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, oh darn. I mean, does she really mean that the fear we're unwilling to feel runs our life? Yep, that's what she's saying. And and please note that she's she's not telling us to like rush out and find something to fear. Um, we want to presence fear. 
And that's different than ruminating on something that scares you. So, so what does this mean to, to presence fear? It means to put it in the right context. So fear can be all consuming. It can be so big that it pushes everything out of our mind and constricts the heart. So you might notice in your body a constriction when fear comes up. And this is a self-protective mechanism. It's not necessarily bad. If you were in immediate danger, you need fear to push everything else out of your mind and to constrict your heart so that all your energy is flowing toward keeping you safe. So this is very helpful when you're riding your bike and you almost get hit by a car, very helpful. This is very unhelpful when you're wanting to create something new, ask for a raise, or really just do anything that moves you out of your comfort zone. So part of presencing fear is to recognize that fear serves a function. You don't have to condemn fear for trying to protect you, but you do need to understand when it's being helpful and unhelpful. So to fully understand fear, we also need to understand our brains. And in this chapter, Tara Brock outlines the brain in the palm of your hand, which is a model that was first put out there by Daniel Siegel. It's on page 96 in the book, if you're looking for it. And, and I just, um, I'm going to, do like a very quick primer on it and I'll show you what it is. I'll show it to you with, you know, your hand because it's this, your hand, your wrist is a model for your brain. And here your, your wrist part is your spinal cord and your lower palm here is your brain stem. Now your brain stem is responsible for basic bodily functions like breathing and heart rate, you know, our levels of arousal and survival reactions like the fight, flight or freeze response, they're happening here. So, oh, I had, I had my hand wrong actually. You gotta put your thumb against the palm of your hand and your thumb is your limbic area. So the limbic area is your emotional center and it works closely with the brain stem to drive our actions and responses. Now, if you curl your fingers right over that limbic, right over your thumb, right? And, and you see your fingers, your fingers represent your cortex. Now your cortex is the most evolved part of your brain. And this allows us to really orient ourselves in space and time to think, reason, plan, and imagine. And then we have our prefrontal cortex, which is like our first knuckles down to the fingertips. So it's this like this portion right here. It links all the parts of your brain. So this middle prefrontal area is the witness and has the capacity for mindfulness, empathy, and compassion. So when you get overwhelmed, overstressed, or traumatized, then the cortex and prefrontal cortex, they go offline. So imagine your fingers extending straight up, 
<laughs> this is what they call flipping your lid. <laughs> kind of funny, right? Um, and you see how all of these areas of your brain where, where they're, they're like thinking, reasoning, mindfulness, compassion, and empathy, they're actually offline. They're offline. When they're online, you have full access to your entire inner resources. And this is critical because when you're in this, you know, flipping your lid state, you lose access to vital inner resources, such as reasoning, planning, mindfulness, empathy, and compassion. So RAIN can help you bring that cortex and prefrontal cortex back online so that you have full capacity to your inner resources. And Tara Brock says that if fear is too intense, then you need to skip to the N of RAIN to nurture your brain back online. So simply pause and breathe. Take a break from whatever brought up the intense feelings, even if just for a few moments. You know, take a walk, drink some water, go to the washroom, you know, do what you need to do to really just bring yourself back into a felt sense of safety. And sometimes that's even involves just like looking around, right? I'm sitting at my desk. I'm, I'm at my computer. I am safe. I'm in my bedroom, in my home, right? Sometimes when we get so wound up, we can just bring ourselves back down by looking around our physical environment. You know, when fear is strong, it can oftentimes be masking shame. You know, and this is a pretty, you know, powerful combination, right? The fear and the shame. Let me grab my book here on page 99. Here we are. Tara Brock says, when we're caught in shame, our deepest need is to trust that we're lovable and valuable. With rain, we learn to find a source of love larger than ourselves, a resource that helps us trust our basic goodness. So this is when I remind you that your humanity exists within your divinity. You know, what does that mean? I want you to imagine a circle and then another circle surrounding that circle. So there's a circle within a circle. The smaller inner circle is your humanity. The larger outer circle is your divinity. So the outer circle holds the inner circle. Your divinity holds your humanity. This means that no matter what happens in your human experience, you are still cradled in the love of the divine. So whatever word you use for God, whether that's spirit, universe, mother, divine mother, goddess, whatever word you use, know that that energy is holding you and all that you're facing in your life right now. So this week, as we enter some pretty big shifts and changes, 
I want to ask you to nurture yourself. Not so that you can hide out from everything that's happening in the world, because that is tempting, right? Let me just tuck myself in, pull the covers over my head. I'll be out next year. You know, can't handle this. And you know, it is okay if you need to take a break and some time out to nurture yourself, to then bring you back into, into being engaged in your life so that you can engage fully and participate in creating a world that works for you, even amongst new and unwanted circumstances. We still need to find a way to make, to create a world that works for you and also a world that works for all others. So mindfulness, empathy, and compassion are the superpowers of the human brain that demonstrate the evolution and expansion of consciousness, which is the God stuff that we're all made of. So this week, and maybe even especially this week, we might need a little bit extra this week, do the things that connect you with the divine. So maybe that's pray, meditate, walk, create, connect, and nurture yourself through any and all fear because spirit as you is here for a purpose. You are the divine in human form. You have the power within you to do what you really want to do, to say what you really want to say, and to be who you really want to be. And it is by staying fully engaged with what's happening that together we can create a new reality. We can create a new culture. You know, the culture of, of the people is made by individuals, and that is you and me. So we have the power to make a difference and to impact. And so I want you to really grasp on to something I've said today or something that you have heard in, you know, recently that's been really helpful for you. So anytime that fear comes up, you can grab onto that. And anytime fear is kind of coming at you, right? Sometimes your family members, your friends, they're going to talk about their fear to you. And it is, that's okay to share the fear. And you want to also bring in the empowering messages so they can live, you know, side by side. Because truly, the way we're really going to get through this time in the world right now is by nurturing ourselves and each other through it. And finally, I just want to say to you that when we practice RAIN, that mindfulness of recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. When we start practicing that mindfulness, even when we're not feeling crazy and overwhelmed, that is training your brain to keep those fingers down, to keep you fully engaged with all of your resources. So the more you practice RAIN, the more you're gonna stay available, and ready, engaged, and continuing to create the life that you want to live and have for yourself and others. And so it is. <laughs>